Hi, so for this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about what racism is and what our understanding of what racism yeah, is. Yeah, and then kind of like how our books have defined racism in like their own different ways, because they're both kind of talking about different topics, regard, but like all like kind of the under most, all in the same underlying issue of racism. Mm -hmm. So my book I read, So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Aluo, and she begins to talk about why racism even exists. And this is a very important part of the whole beginning of the book for me, because she talks about how, like, because we live in a capitalist society, the reason why racism exists is for people to make money and for people to have their own selfish gain. And so racism, obviously racism has been around for so many years, but especially during slavery, the reason why slaves were even here were because white men needed people to do jobs for them so they could make money, but they didn't want to pay them the money. Yeah, my book talks about that a lot. Like, I this is this one idea that my book brought up that I thought was really interesting. It's called the zero-sum theory game, something like that. And it's kind of the idea that, the, like, the mindset that white people have that if black people are given more rights, then white people's rights will be taken away. And that really stemmed from slavery because if like slavery was like really, really helpful because they, it kind of like got the US into like a profitable nation because they had free labor. So when people were like, oh, we should get rid of slaves. People were like, white people were like, no, like if we get rid of slaves, like we're gonna lose money. And so that's kind of how that started. And that's like kind of what your book brought up because slavery is kind of like this, what slavery, like what um, racism kind of stemmed from. Yeah, and people just always, tie it back to racism just to like exclude black people from opportunities that white people have had so far or for so long and like what your book was saying it always is just to try, try to deny people opportunity and they're just saying things as excuses when really they're just being explicitly racist and i feel like a lot of times in discussions that i've had in the past people try to separate things such as like capitalism and the economy and i like have you ever heard people say like i'm fiscally um, fiscally, fiscally conservative, conservative but socially yeah. liberal yeah. like that just doesn't make sense because everything is so connected and there's so much intersectionality between the two because especially the economic portion of our country it's all tied to racism and people and especially black people are put such put at such an economic disadvantage because of the structure that our economy and our society is built in yeah like that's like exactly what my book was about it's like all these different like structures that we have in place and every single structure has racism intertwined in it like like it's something as simple as like healthcare. Racism is in, was is with it, and like the voting system, racism is in it, and like people, people like what you said, like kind of try to like disconnect the two, and people and say like, oh, they're not like they don't correlate with each other. You, but like they actually do, and like everything is rooted in racism. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, at my book specifically talked about how we are, even though like we're doing our part or like some people a lot of people are like doing their part to be actively anti-racist and they're educating themselves we all are products of a racialized society because like our economy and everything is so tied to racism and the history of racism so we're all products of a racialized society so in order to undo that racialized society we need to get things get people to realize the roots of our society and do our work to learn the history of our country and break down that society yeah yeah and like it often people say like we have to stop forgetting about the past we need to worry about the future but the thing is everything is rooted in the past you can't just like act like it didn't happen you can't because these the things that were enacted in the past are still in place today mm -hmm. so you need to like 
you can't just forget about it because it's still present right now. Yeah. And like, yeah. You From what I've like talked to people before, like some people are afraid to have these conversations about race because mm-hmm. it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It, it is pushing. Like, it's like, I feel like conversations about race have seemed like they're untouchable or like you're not supposed to do that. Because you don't want to touch on something. You that don't like, want to accidentally. Yeah. You don't want to accidentally say something that could be offensive, but if you're doing your part to not say something that's wrong or actually want to educate yourself to become a more anti-racist person, then that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry. You go. Especially with like all like the black lives matter movement, people were kind of realizing like, we need to have, be having these conversations about race and like, some people I remember like seeing comments on like TikTok about like when protests would be going on, it'd be like, I just don't feel comfortable talking about this. I don't want to spread this message. I just don't feel comfortable. And people are like, well, you should be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like these conversations are going to be like impactful is when you have to like be vulnerable for a second and be like, I'm sorry, but I don't understand what's happening. I'm sorry. I don't realize. And I'm, I'm probably never going to understand, but I need to like learn more yeah. about it. And Grace, you and I, like we're both discussing racism and we both like, to all our listeners, we acknowledge that we obviously do not know everything because we are both are white females, but we both have yeah. tried to do our parts to both read and we're both in CST. So we've done a bunch of research on racism in the state of our country. So hopefully by discussing what our book teaches us, then we can continue to further our education. And this isn't the end. We will continue for the rest of our lives be trying to learn more about the history and mm-hmm further our education. I mean, like, this year especially, we really learned that, like, we're never going to understand. Like, we're never going to really understand. Like, I feel like you can have similar experiences, like, about, like, feeling, like, discriminated against, but we're never going to actually understand what it's like to be discriminated against because of, like, the color of your skin. Yeah. And, like, we can't really, like, show empathy towards Mm -hmm. these people because we just don't understand. But I think us, like, actively learning and trying to like talk about this issue, I think is a good like first step. This year was kind of like a slap in the face for me. Like I, I don't know if that was the right expression, but like do you, you get what I, I mean? Like, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was, a shock. yeah. It was, it was a very. I like feel really bad and feel, and I feel really guilty because like obviously we live in a portion of the country that we're not going to say, but we live in a portion of the country <laughs> that. Um, obviously doesn't have as much diversity. It's very white. It's, we don't have, like in our school, it's pretty. Yeah. It's we live in a very affluent town. And yeah. so I haven't like specifically, I like haven't seen or experienced firsthand any of these aggressions that I've seen in the media in the past year. Mm-hmm. And so especially with the, with the killing of George Floyd, I, was like shocked when everything, when I started doing my own research and I saw how prevalent these killings and these police brutality and everything else was actually so prevalent. And it was disgusting to me that, at, or well, when this happened, like I was a junior and like, I was horrified that I was already that old and in my school classes and on my own, I haven't seen that in the headlines of the media every single day. Mm-hmm. and. I like, I don't actively, or before I didn't like actively follow the media. I had like a news app on my phone, but like I didn't read the newspaper every single day. But 
I didn't see those on the headlines every single day. And if I, I think like if a person was killed by the police, especially in like years past, like it should be in the headlines of every single newspaper and everyone should know about it. But especially um, we read this book, Citizen by um, Claudia Rankin, and there's a page with a bunch of names of people who are died by the police and just from like this because of the system that we live in and i was shocked and horrified that i didn't know so many of the names mm -hmm. and when i did my own research on like who they were and how they died like it oh, terrified me because i couldn't understand how the system could allow people to just get away with these murders and other people couldn't know about it yeah yeah like I, that was kind of like similar to me is like before, like my mom, every morning, my mom would always have the news on. So I'd always kind of just listen to the news as I was like getting ready for school and stuff. And I just like after like George Floyd was killed, I remember just like all these stories, like every single day they'd be like, oh, a black person was shot and killed. And like, and I remember, and I just like never really thought about it. And I never really like, like went past like, oh, that's sad. But like, it, it is terrible. Like, and people were just like ignoring it and acting like oh that's just what happens yeah. because it shouldn't be a normal thing and we shouldn't normalize it and like one thing that was really like a slap in the face as you said <laughs> was that um when the i don't know what the right name is when they like stormed like uh the capital, capital like it was the craziest thing i saw like a video on tiktok of <laughs> um like a, a comparison of the different protests one was like storm in the Capitol where a police officer was helping someone down the stairs and then the um black lives matter protest when someone was getting tear gassed because they were standing there holding a sign yeah and th that like i think for a lot of people were like that is like that is ra that is racism that is pure racism because it's completely like different like the same exact situation one i would argue is worse and they're being completely treated completely differently and that was like my slap in the face moment, really, because yeah. I was like, that is just insane that they're being com com treated completely differently. And like one has a way better reason to be like yeah. protesting. Yeah, it's just like people are being oppressed for no reason. And so we need to do our part by having conversations about racism in ways that we can actively be anti-racist to fight the system of oppression and allow people to have equal opportunities because as we tie back to the capitalism and all of yeah. the reason why um, racism is, is rooted in our country, people are being oppressed for no reason. Mm -hmm. And we need to acknowledge that these things are happening. So by having things be in the front lines of the media and people actually acknowledging that what is happening in our world is wrong and that we need to do something, change it. That is the way to stop this oppression. And it's going to it's going to take a lot of work because obviously people have polarizing views and people have very strong viewpoints. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and obviously there isn't one right way to do this because there's people saying defund the police. There's people saying demilitarize the police. There's people um, saying some like, just keep things. Like, some people say like, get rid of the police. Yeah. Yeah. There's like train, they need um, racism training, background training, um, body cameras. There's so many different options, but there is no right answer. And what people actually need to do, I'm not saying this is a hundred percent the way to go, but like it needs to start with people acknowledging that our country is built in a racist society and it's built on a racist standpoint and they need to acknowledge and be conscious of their actions in every single day life they need to be conscious of what they say and what they do and who they surround themselves with because you need to be conscious of the impact that you're making in society and that how you are making other people feel and how you are 
putting or like what you put out into the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I definitely like I think the first step is to have having these conversations. And I feel like the next step is like people just like uniting and taking like action and like speaking up and be like and like trying to like get rid of these systems in place that are racist. And also, I think one like the only really big way that it's going to completely end racism is like teaching the new generation about like how to be like I'm mean, just not even like teaching about like not teaching about racism, but I guess like like what's the word? Educating them about the history. Yeah, like educating them about the racism. Over. Yeah, so like they start from the beginning. So it all starts in schools. Yeah, like and so I feel like that's what we're doing in our class. Like in mm -hmm. CST, we've been having different units, but everything like has an underlying theme of racism and so we've been reading books about racism we've been reading stories about individual experiences and that all opens our eyes to different people's perspectives and allows us to get out of our little bubble that we live in yeah. and see the way that other people live and see the way that our actions influence people all around the world mm -hmm. i think like csd was very heavily packed with conversations about racism it was like every single day but i think like if we go in this direction of having like a like a anti-racist like education like i feel like we could spread out like anti-racist education over all your years of like schooling mm -hmm. so that like you're just caught like from the beginning you're just taught like i mean i don't know about you but i don't think i learned anything about like racism i was like i learned about slavery like oh they just were forced to work in fields and i didn't le learn about any like of the bad stuff really really bad stuff about it the brutality that come up came along with yeah it. i had no idea i i think i learned like this year yeah. about that so like i feel like we need to really like start from the beginning and really teach it from teach it super young so that people aren't growing up to be hateful terrible people no offense to okay um so that's our we kind of strolled off from the topic a little bit but that was just our intro to what yeah. is racism and how racism plays into its part in our society so um we hope you enjoyed listening and stay tuned for another episode thank you